Welcome to the Soul Service Podcast. I'm your host, Anastasia Burtnick. I am a spiritual life coach, energy healer, and psychic medium on a mission to help you heal, awaken, and expand your light and consciousness. If you are a spiritual seeker ready to learn, grow, and live and breathe your purpose here on this earth, you are in the right place, my friend. Together, we are going to dive deep into opening our hearts, healing our shadows, connecting with our souls, and erasing our vibes so you can live your best life ever. Let's dive in. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Soul Service Podcast. As always, you're tuning in with me, your host, Anastasia, and it is an honor and a pleasure to be here with you today. So let's dive straight into today's episode. I've noticed in myself and my clients, friends, and just the world in general, people have a tendency to use language that devalues them or undermines the strength and certainty and truth of their beliefs. So oftentimes, and I feel as women, especially, we can get caught up in this even more because society expects us to be soft and quiet and demure, and we can't be assertive because assertive is looked at as being bossy or bitchy or all of these things that we've been told are no good. And so we, we use language that kind of undermines our power and devalues ourselves. And even as spiritualists, I find that that is often a, a common theme that comes up with anybody that is going along their spiritual journey, especially if you haven't been raised from childhood in this type of new age even though it's not new, but this type of new age spirituality. Because it goes against mainstream and mainstream is still very much Christian. And anything that goes against it, it's like we have, it's, it's like we have to prove that what we are saying is actually true. But instead of being strong in our convictions, we actually use language that takes away from that power, takes away from that truth. You know, I think woo-woo is one of those words that, depending on how you use it, can have that type of devaluing effect. Because what we're really talking about when we say woo-woo is the esoteric, the, the unseen, the intangible. But a lot of times it's used in ways such as, I know this is a bit woo-woo or out there, but. So when we use phrases like that, when we use language like that, it, it undermines us, it devalues us. And especially if you are a coach, a healer, um, anybody working like working within spirituality, and that is part of your profession, part of your your business, your career. When you undermine yourself like that, what you are projecting out into the world is that you don't 
actually know what you're talking about or it's it's crazy and you don't have strength behind your your convictions and you don't feel that this is accurate or true or whatever it is or you don't feel that it'll work and you know i myself have caught myself doing this and i actually ca- caught myself doing this recently because i've been um i've been doing some energy healings with uh some new clients who are not in the spiritual realm and there's nothing wrong with that and i love that they are exploring energy healing and they're wanting to come to me and they're they're open to things but i've noticed I held back a couple times and I would say, oh, no, this is a little out there or I know this is a little woo or whatever it is or it might seem a little weird, but and me justifying whatever I'm about to tell them takes away from the the truth behind whatever it is that I'm sharing with them, whether it's the energy healing modality itself, whether it's a lesson that I am talking about. Uh, belief, anything like that. So I'm, I'm actively in those moments taking power away from that. And what it's, what it's putting out there is that I don't fully believe in myself. It's a lack of confidence because if we were fully confident in everything and we just allowed ourselves to fully trust whatever it is we were talking about, whatever it is we're putting out there, we wouldn't be kind of devaluing ourselves. We wouldn't be undercutting ourselves. This also shows up in a great example is emails at work. Oh, I'm just checking in. No, I'm checking in. It's, it's that lack of assertion. I'm just following up to see if maybe you got this done and if whatever. No, like be direct and to the point. The, the difficult thing is that when we are direct and to the point, a lot of times we're not used to being that way. And other people either have issues with people who are direct or they are used to whatever pattern you have been living in. So if you've been living in this very non-assertive pattern where you've been indirect, where you've been devaluing yourself, disempowering yourself through the, through the language that you are using, then as soon as you start stepping into that empowerment, they're like, oh, what's going on? You're being so rude. You're being this, you're being that when that's not actually the case. You're just being assertive. You're being direct. You're being straightforward. And this is something that we really have to have awareness around and practice doing the opposite. So not undervaluing ourselves, not using things like just or filler words or these, these explanations like, oh, it might be out there. It might be a little bit woo-woo or it might sound a little crazy so as to soften the blow for people. But by doing that, the true intention of whatever message you have is not getting across. And I know it can be difficult. You know, I, I spent years in the military and the, some of the positions that I held, I, was in a position where I was running my own department right underneath my direct supervisor. And at that time I was a lower rank than a lot of the people that I was dealing with. And I would send out emails and they were just, they were direct into the point, but I got a lot of backlash because people's egos were getting in the way. First off, there was rank involved. 
And then secondly, I'm a woman. And when I, when you're in a, a male dominated, very toxic environment, um, it's hard not to run into that kind of backlash and treatment. So I, I had people get really mad at me and report me to my supervisor. My supervisor's like, just, you just keep doing what you're doing. It was fine. Just be aware that this is how some people are going to react and just stay in your lane. <laughs> like, but I understand how difficult it can be. And it, can, it makes you want to hide, hide away, hide back in your shell, not fully speak your truth, not fully express yourself. And this is where those use of disempowering language actually does make us small because we do want to hide away. We don't fully express ourselves. It's, it's like we're always walking on eggshells, expect, expecting issues, expecting people to not understand or expect or accept us. But when we do that, it actually causes more people to not understand or accept us. And truthfully, no matter what we do, there are always going to be people who won't get it. They won't get it. They're going, their egos are going to be bruised. They're going to lash out. They're, they're going to do whatever they're going to do. And whether it was to you or to someone else, they're still going to do that. So it has nothing to do with you as a person. That's on them. But we need to make sure that we are always speaking with full power, speaking with full integrity. And again, this is a practice. I mean, I've been, I've been practicing this for years now. And literally earlier this week, I caught myself trying to explain things in a way that it might be accepted better or might be received better. But it just takes away from the the perception of the level of knowledge that I have. Because when I, you know, when I come on the podcast here, I don't hold back. I don't hold back at all. I speak with full intention, with full truth, with full transparency. And I am trusting that all of you are feeling that. And I, I'm not going to hold back my opinions. I'm not going to hold back my knowledge. But in that instance earlier this week, when I was with um, a new client who is not well-versed in spirituality and they're very new to this world, the fact that I said, oh, this might be a little out there, a little woo-woo, or it, it took away from my level of knowledge and surety because I, I was presenting it as though I, I didn't fully know or believe in what I was talking about. There was that lack of confidence. And no matter what setting you are in, you need to have that level of confidence. And, you know, I, I understand how scary it can be sometimes. Because people are, people are used to you being a certain way. And there's also types of people who are used to people just kind of bowing down to them, letting go of their own power and just, just like bowing down. 
is, is the best way I can, I can describe it. So they want to be the ultimate ones in power and have everyone else around them disempowered because it gives them this sense of superiority and control. So there's people like that and it can be very difficult to assert yourself and be confident and be direct in those types of situations, especially if it's in, in a place where you feel like you don't have power. You know, a good example of that is if, if you're working a job, if you're working for someone else, you have an employer that is very much like that, where they want everyone disempowered. They don't like you to have ideas. They don't like you to have beliefs, strong opinions, anything like that. They want you to just do as you're told and be a pawn and it is what it is. And they expect you to give like 110% of yourself without giving anything in return. And it can be scary in those situations to be direct and to be assertive and to stand up for yourself and set boundaries and, and do what you need to do while still honoring whatever commitment you've made. It can be scary to do that because, I mean, truthfully, you could get fired. I've, I've also experienced that in my life. That was... That was super fun. <laughs> it wasn't at the time. But I mean, I've, I've also experienced that where I had an employer um, and this was a, it was a short-term, short-term employment, but I had an employer fire me um, because he didn't like me. He didn't like the fact that I had opinions and that I was intelligent and I was direct. And he, he made up a whole bunch of lies just to fire me. So I was like, it was a whole thing. Um, but it can happen. And I can understand how scary that can be. But ultimately, you have to trust that whatever is going to happen as you step into your power, that you're going to be supported. Now, when that happened to me back in the day, I found it devastating because I was not yet awake. I was not, I wasn't practicing any, anything with spirituality. Actually, that came just, just before my awakening. And I had no true support system. And I had no self-love or self-respect for myself. I just, I, I knew enough to be assertive and I was practicing that, but I didn't have the rest of the tools in my toolbox to back it up. If that happened now, I would, I would still feel safe. I would still feel supported. But back then it was, it was devastating and, and scary. And there was a lot going on in my life but it was a good lesson for me. But the more you can step into your power and also have the tools to be able to feel safe, to be able to feel supported, to learn how to work with spirit and work with trusting and surrendering into the path that you are walking and be open to the lessons that you are learning. All of that will give you the power to fully step into your potential because you're safe and supported no matter what. And as long as you are coming from your highest and best self and from an open heart, you'll be supported.
Now this, this doesn't mean that there won't be lessons. This doesn't mean that you won't receive backlash. This doesn't mean that people won't undervalue you. You don't know exactly what's going to happen. And, and let me, let me be clear. You don't have to go balls to the wall all at once. You don't have to go from never saying anything to just full out unleashing your true self. If you want to do that, go for it. It might be a lot for people, but go for it. But if you don't feel comfortable to, to go to that level, start small. Start slowly changing the way you write emails. Start slowly changing the way you speak about your beliefs, your gifts. Start small if you don't feel comfortable going full like full on balls to the wall there's nothing wrong with taking things slow so just allow yourself to explore this and you know speaking our truth standing in our power whether it's with clients colleagues friends family work, um, people at the grocery store, whatever it is. When you are standing in your power, it helps you navigate the challenges of life. It helps you navigate other people's wounds and egos. And it helps you find this sense of inner peace because instead of being an old dead tree that's going to snap in a windstorm you become a sturdy oak that's going to slowly sway but is basically immovable the more we can honor ourselves the more we can honor our needs, the more our outer life, our external world will reflect all of the love and respect that we are giving to ourselves. So really watch your language. And take some time as well to notice the things that you are saying. Notice the, even the way you talk to yourself. You know, something I'm still working on is instead of saying good morning, saying things like grand rising. These words have frequencies. Morning is actually like morning, as in you're, you're mourning the loss of something. So why, why would we use language like that? Even though the spelling changed, why are we using language that with that kind of frequency and vibration? And if you, if you don't fully believe that words have frequency and vibration, you can look up Dr. Emoto's work. It's uh, E-M-O-T-O. And Dr. Emoto, he did a lot of work with, uh, with water and freezing this water and and looking at the the crystal the crystalline patterns as water froze and you know just like 
you've, you've likely seen, I think Ikea did it at some point where they bullied one plant and, and said a lot of nice, nice things to the other. And the one that got all the love grew really well. And the one that was bullied started dying just like that. When you speak words to water or play certain music around water, certain frequencies, it actually changes the way that it freezes and crystallizes and it changes the pattern. And it's, it's fascinating because you can look at someone who said love to water and put the, the intention of love in that water and how it froze versus hate. And the, the word love and the, the water pattern of love is, is beautiful. It's symmetrical. You can see all of the sacred geometry in it. It has this, just this innate beauty to it. And then the one with hate is fractured. There's no pattern to it. It's all there is, is like dissonance. And you can, you can see how essentially broken the water pattern is when it freezes. So there, there is an absolute huge effect in the language we use. And this is something that I encourage you to explore more and study more. So Good morning, grand rising. What feels better to you? Where are you devaluing yourself? Where are you making justifications for who you are, what you believe, what you do? You know, you don't have to go into a full, a full speech about what you do and what you believe in. Every time you meet someone new or someone doesn't understand, but you don't want to devalue yourself. You don't want to make yourself less than and, and whatever you believe less than in order to make someone else more comfortable. You want to have the confidence and the conviction behind whatever you are saying. And you can do that without crossing someone else's boundaries. It takes, it takes practice to learn how to do this. And it takes practice to understand where you can do this. You know, family is a good example. I, my family, my, my in-laws, they don't, they don't fully understand what they, what I do. I don't, I don't even know what their full beliefs are around what they think I do. And truthfully, I don't care. Because it doesn't, like, whatever, whatever I am doing is, it's not really, it's probably not for them. And I explain it in the best way I can without going into too much detail. There are things that I hold back, but it's not to disempower myself. It's, it's to protect my own energy. So it's an energetic boundary. And, you know, it took me a long, t a long time to get to the point where I didn't feel like I had to be accepted and, and loved and fully understood by everyone. Because I used to be like that. I used to, I mean, I used to be a people pleaser. If somebody didn't like me, it like shook me to my core. And, I, and it felt like that one person not liking me affected who I was as a person, but it has, it has nothing to do with it. So there are going to be times 
And it, and this is unfortunately more common with family where they don't understand you. I mean, even, even my partner doesn't fully understand what I do and that's okay. He's open to it and he's, he's learning over time as I just sometimes word vomit on him, but that's a different relationship. Um, but it's okay that he doesn't fully understand. And there may come a time he does, and there may never come a time where he fully understands. And that's okay. But there's a difference between you holding back, making yourself small to make anybody else more comfortable. Because especially when, and I'm looping back to spirituality here, but especially as spiritualists, when you are dealing with people who have very strong, especially religious beliefs, you're going to come up against a lot of their beliefs and their judgments. And you may want to explain things. You may want to try to show them the way you see things, but they might not be able to receive it. And this is where people do one of a couple of things. One, they either turtle. So that's where you go into justification mode. That's where you sit, you make yourself smaller. You make excuses for whatever your beliefs are. Um, People, or you like try to push your, your full beliefs on them. And it becomes this like argumentative back and forth with beliefs, battling, battling beliefs. Or you end up saying absolutely nothing at all. Now, the best option for most people, and sometimes you have to start, I would say, don't turtle, don't argue. But if you want to choose between not sharing anything, which could be a very strong boundary. And a lot of times when you are at the beginning of your journey, that's what you have to do. Because until you can learn to fully speak in your power, it might be too much for you to try with certain groups of people. So either have that strong energetic boundary of saying nothing for the time being and just making sure that no one is crossing your boundary and disrespecting you. And then eventually you learn how to share what your beliefs are, what your feelings are without turtling, without undermining yourself, without making justifications or excuses to make someone else feel better. And that might look like, you know, I, I believe in a higher power. I don't believe in God itself. I call it by another name. It doesn't mean I'm a bad person. And it doesn't mean that my beliefs are right and yours are wrong or yours are right and mine are wrong. We just have to learn how to respect each other. It could be as simple as saying something like that. Or it could be, you know, I'm an energy healer and it is a really amazing modality. It's non-denominational. You just have to have a slight belief that this can work for you. You know, everyone is energy and we have physiological responses to emotions. 
A good example is if you're embarrassed, you blush. That's a physiological response to an emotion. So energy healing just works with our emotions and the physiological responses that we're having. You find ways to communicate whatever your beliefs are, whatever you are knowledgeable in at a level that somebody else can understand. And again, this is a practice. This is a practice and you're going to get it wrong. You're going to get it wrong. There, you're going to have lessons along the way. Don't expect perfection. <laughs> but just have that awareness and try. And, and I encourage you to research language more using empowering language versus disempowering language, cutting out those filler words that are meant to soften whatever you are saying. And there is a time and a place for that. There is a time and a place for softness. But too often, we are putting it in the places where we need that confidence, we need that direction. So I invite you to research this more. And if you want to learn more about this or you have more questions about this, reach out to me. I'd love to chat. I can also look for some experts on this specific topic to bring on the show. So let me know if that is something you'd be interested in. And as always, if there is anything else that you are needing help with, if you are having self-sabotaging patterns, if you're getting in your own way, if there are physical symptoms that you are having in your body that you want to start healing, if you want to start healing your emotions, beliefs, traumas, anything like that, wherever you need help, reach out to me. Um, I am, I, I have my theta healing. I also offer integrated energy therapy and Reiki, which are two hands-on healing modalities that can also be done distance. So there is a lot of options for you to go further in your journey and get the help you need so that you can start living the best life that you are meant to step into your power, step into your full potential and stop keeping yourself small. So you can head over to my website to do that, AnastasiaBurtnick.com or go to the link in my bio on Facebook or Instagram, or just send me a message and we will uh, chat and see what's best for you. I love you guys. Thank you for tuning in today. You are truly amazing and I'll see you on the next episode. Thank you for joining me today on the Soul Service Podcast. If you love what you heard, I would be over the moon if you would share this episode with your friends and leave me a five-star review and subscribe over on iTunes. I want to help as many people as I can and I can't do it without your support. I'll see you on the next episode.